So I'm here with my friend Will. Hello. Um, this would be, yeah, an opening podcast. I'm not sure really where this is going to go, but how was your day so far? It's going okay. I just got back from my family's house. Had some nice pasta. Oh, lucky. That was so much better than DC food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? Actually, Facts. dinner wasn't that bad. Dinner was pretty good. It was like Salisbury steak or whatever that is. Nah, lunch. I barely ate lunch. Any or brunch, I guess. Um, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on seeing a sign with a cow on it? I mean, I smile. Right? It's it's a, you can't it's be upset at a, a cow. <laughs> you can't be upset at a sign with a cow on it. Now it's a shame because I've never driven by a sign with a cow on it. But if I have, I would smile that out a few laughs. Yeah. Because that would be very interesting to see. Where did I see one? I was on a cross-country trip with my family, and we were driving, and there was just a bunch of signs. There was, like, a sign with a sheep, like, sheep crossing, because there was, like, a big farm area, and then there was a cow crossing, and, like, three cows almost standing in the road, and we are like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, we like that. Anyway, what's a random question? I saw this on another podcast. Uh, what, if you ate yourself, would you get twice as big or disappear? Probably disappear. Disappear? How? I eat my finger. I don't get any bigger, but my finger's gone. The more I eat, the more mass that's there, but the more my body that disappears. So it'll just be like mass that's not there? Yes. Okay. That's fair. Uh, what is the best part of your day so far? Best part other of my than day. Pasta. Other than pasta, because that's always a highlight. Yeah, that is always a highlight, that's true. <laughs> um, I went out to brunch with my sisters and one of our family's very close friends. Her name is Bridget. Um, and we got brunch, I think, at Brujaha, way back out in Delaware. No idea where that is. No idea what that is. It's a coffee shop. Um and you can get like breakfast things i had some avocado toast uh, um we got there we basically just talked for about a good old hour and a half just like about life things we're going through in the moment because you know three of us are in college um and the others are junior in high school dealing with the stresses of going to college so fair. we all had a lot going on in our buckets we talked about our life at college relationships that you know we've been going through how we've you know had experiences with different people seeing how different people can hurt you over the years. Um, really just kind of like, you know, talking about what we've been going through and how we've, you know, been able to support each other. Because we're very tight, um, this friend and the siblings and I. Like, we trust each other. We talk to a lot of things about each other, and we always support each other. I like that. Reflecting is always big fun. How about the worst thing of your day? The worst thing that happened to you or the worst part? The worst part? Um, probably waking up. <laughs> just because I just because I yeah. went to bed at I went to bed at three last night and when you go to bed at three o'clock you're going to wake up feeling awful no matter what time you get oh. up in the morning. You went to bed at three a.m. Yes, and woke up at ten. Ten. Ah, oh, that's seven hours of sleep. Yes, that's terrible. But oh. yeah, but you went to bed at three. Your schedule was thrown off. That's very true. The day before was longer than. Oh. What time did you go to? What time did I go to bed? Yeah. Oh. Uh, what time did I go to bed? 12, maybe? 
and then woke you, up. You go to bed very early compared to me. <laughs> All right. I had church in the, this morning. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I was going to ask, how did Church of the Savior go? Church of the Savior in Wayne. Um, it was good. I liked it. Uh, talked about how... What did we talk about? That's not good. That's a bad thing to forget what you heard in church. That's why I take notes. Right? I have notes. Uh, but it was a passage in Galatians. Um, it was about, gosh, Paul talking to one of his disciples but who, like, messed up during something. And instead of, like, a private discussion, it was in public. Like, he confronted him in public for everyone to hear. And we were reflecting on that, like, why did he do it? Why don't you just bring someone aside, like, hey, you messed up, let's fix this. It's more like, hey, what the heck did you do with everyone else standing around? Ooh, public, public uh, condemnation of action. Yeah, nice. So, but it was less about more condemning him and more about letting other people hear what was going on. Ooh. It was that idea of, like, when you pray, pray, like, to yourself between you and God, but make sure, like, it's... Yeah. yeah yeah a lot of times uh, that's actually a really good point a lot of times i pray and don't really talk about the things that i did because i kind of just assume that god knows which he does right but it cut but it definitely hinders you from being vulnerable and allowing you to learn and grow and understand the depths of his love because when you don't talk about the things that you've done you really kind of want to conceal it and just kind of brush it off to the side. That's not good. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't become a priority for you to fix. You don't improve yourself because right. of it. You kind of just stick in this massive loop and cycle of repeating the same actions or sticking with the same train of thought. Ooh, that's a bad idea. It, it is. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Oh, Tuesday, Tuesday nights I go to uh, LCBC Connect. Uh, it's like a college age youth group pretty much. And is this at Lancaster Bible College? Uh, no, it's LCBC. I forgot oh, what I thought it stands you said for. L I, I thought you said, I thought you said LBC, no. which I was like, like, it's a Bible college. Nah. <laughs> uh, LCBC, it's in Harleysville. Mm. I don't know where you know that. It's probably like a half an hour away from here. We were watching a video on Psalm 143, talking through all that. And then we got to the point where we started, like, the guy on the video started talking about, hey, uh, it's important to have people to reach out to, to talk about things. But if you choose to keep keep your chair yourself, all right, uh, good luck with that. And yeah. I took a sip of his coffee. I'm like, oh, you're right. And then that night just went yeah, really personal <laughs> with everyone who was talking. I was like, yeah. yeah. You know, there's a depth. Yeah, there is a depth of vulnerability that needs to happen when it comes between you and God and you and other people. Like you can keep it to yourself all you want. Right. That's your own personal choice. What it does, though, it hinders the trust that you have between you and other people. Because, you know, there's a common insecurity out there that's like people think, oh, but if they know I did this, they would push me away. Right. Or if they knew that I did this, I would be ashamed and humiliated and I don't want my status to be ruined. Yeah. Um, the biggest problem with, you know, lacking the vulnerability is because we believe in a God that loves us unconditionally, despite our sins, right. die for us right. in the midst of our sins. You really can't fully grasp that if you aren't willing to be vulnerable with him about what you did. Right. And this isn't about, 
And obviously, yes, yeah, it's shameful. It's hard to talk about because these are things that aren't right. Things that you messed up on and you know it. And you wish you would have been able to take it back, but you can't. Right. But I think that's what makes God's love so revolutionary. Right. Because we can love other people for other things or the good things they did or just creating a good person. Ah. But God loves us just for understanding who we are we're not actually crap i lost my train of thought here no i i agree 100 percent. our opening question for crew our bible study that we had tonight was like what was a time in your life where you had that burden lifted off of you mm. and it was when we actually opened up to people we get so anxious and like we make up all these assumptions about what people are going to think or do when we share what we're going through and most of the time if not all the time depending on who you're talking to and who like if you're they're close with you and you have that bond they'll actually say oh it's fine i've probably done that too Mm. yeah that's actually really interesting um i remember talking to somebody about a specific sin that i was dealing with um for like the past half decade and I initially thought she was going to be really taken aback by it because it was um, it was, it was a little sketchy. It was really weird over the past five years. Yeah, she was actually really um, supportive and she actually related to me in a lot of ways. As right. I talked to her about my experiences and how I've tried to stop. And of course, I've been, I think, about eight months clean since, since that conversation. Um, it really is a huge lift on the shoulders as well as an encouragement for you to improve when you see that not everyone's going to push you away just because of something you've done. Right. I mean, that's just the grace of God flowing through other people. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those... Whew. It's easy to forget that God said... Nowhere in the Bible does it say life was going to be easy, but it did say all people fall short of the glory of God. Not just some people. Not just some people are perfect. Like, people that you open up to, they're not going to be perfect. They sin too. But it's hard to remember that when you're going through something because they're like, oh, they're going to judge me for it. Hmm. More often than not, they're not going to judge you. They've sinned maybe the same thing that you've gone through or something different. But anyway, like no matter what, they've definitely sinned too. Yeah. And and, and And even if they didn't go through the exact same things, they know the human condition and they know that the effort's there to make, to, you know, push to be better. Right. Like if you keep indulging in this thing and you don't see that it's wrong and it's hurting other people, like, yeah, maybe people might take a step back and call you out a little more harshly. But in a lot of situations, including ours, like, we know that's wrong. We know we shouldn't be doing it. We keep doing it anyway. Paul wrote this, actually. He says, I keep doing what I don't want to do. Yeah. Like, he's had <laughs> all instances. We all have instances right. where we just keep repeating ourselves in the same things. And we were like, oh, my gosh, why on earth are we doing this? Right. I hate that. And a lot of times it happens behind closed doors just because the temptation kind of sneaks into our mind at some point. It's hard when there's not someone there to tell you stop. Oh, gosh, yes. Like, you're alone. <laughs> in the house in your room you think about it you're like yeah i'll do it sounds fun and then you do it and you're like oh gosh dang it what am i doing with myself yeah yeah so i think in a lot i think in a lot of those instances where you 
have that somebody, when you talk to them about that, they're really willing to help you be that source of accountability. Like, like I have this friend who I've talked to about this. Um, we were, we kind of both struggle with it. And we've been texting every once in a while saying, hey, have you been with this particular thing? How long have you been clean? Have you been getting rid of specific things that, you know, um, allow you to go back to that certain sin? And, you know, building that accountability, it's like building each other up. Yeah. It's kind of like that one game um, where you have like two players in a maze and you're kind of lost trying to figure a way out. But then you find that partner who has the key to unlock your door. And so the partner uses the key, helps you get past one area, and then you get the key to get them past their doors. Yeah. And it kind of keeps building up until you both get out of the There's maze. There's a game like that called, what was it? Water, Lava Girl and Water Boy or something like that? Oh my gosh, I on love cool, that game. On, on Cool, cool Math. Math. Game. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was the game. That was awesome. But yeah, you work together, like, helping each other get through it. Like, one person could probably do it on their own, but having that other person to help guide and talk through that, it's a lot easier to get through. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, and most of the time, like, the way to get out is already open. We just have to actually do it. Yeah. And having support of other people definitely helps. Because when you get the support of somebody else, you're not as scared. Right. Because when other people show that they're willing to support you, the fear of being judged and frowned upon just vanishes. Right. There's someone already there who cares for you. So, I yeah. Yeah. It's a lot easier to know, like, I'm not alone in this. Yeah. But we're never... Going back to that, we're never really alone because God's always there. But it's also helpful for someone to be tangible. Someone to actually be there physically not just in your heart yeah there's always the concept of spiritual leaders that i always see throughout certain ministries like you know you've got you've been to like youth ministry you see small group leaders right. they're like talk you through certain things you're going through like hey can i talk to you about something i'm experiencing this this and that at home and they're always willing to be there for you that's right. the concept of the spiritual leader while it's always true that god really is all you need he places people in our lives to talk to tangibly because we're made to be in communion with each other. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, a couple of years, was it a couple of years ago? Maybe. Um, brought up the aspect, like we talked about creation. I think it was in my theology 240 class with professor flat. Um, why did God create both man and female? It wasn't just for the aspect of males and females. It was for, the idea that it's important to have someone there to help you. Mm. He's not just going to create one person. There's got to be someone there because people are meant to work together, be in community, be in relationship. That's how um, stuff gets done. Um, that's how we move forward. Yeah. But on a lighter note, um, sticking with a kind of Christian topic, what do you think about worship music? Because I've heard people say, like, it all sounds the same. Like, a worship song comes on, I'm like, oh, that sounds like that one, which sounds like that one, which sounds like that one. I'm like, um, sometimes. I think people say that just because when they think of worship music, they all think of the contemporary music you'll find in church services. Like, just get a acoustic guitar and just sing How Great Is Our God. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, What I think of worship so when you ask what you mean by what what do you mean when you ask what do I think of when I what like, do I think of worship music? Do you think all worship songs kind of sound the same or is there a variety there? 
I think there's starting to be more. Like, there's Christian rap. There's kind of a country Christian twist, but a lot of people I've heard like pop, not pop, like rock, Christian rock, kind of all sounds like the same. Hmm. So, I think in terms of like a lot of the mainstream worship music that I listen to, sort of sounds the same because it has that contemporary acoustic feel. Yeah. Um, the brands are definitely expanding. Um, there definitely is a lot more Christian music out there now worship music specifically i haven't heard much of like rock rock worship musics just like rock rocking now it's like how great is our god um i think there's people like groups out there that'll turn any song into like a punk rock song you know what we got to do that's got to be our next episode we're just going to look at like different forms of worship music different genres that's we can do that yeah yeah tune in next episode it'll be it'll be interesting yeah but cool well thanks for coming on um it was cool talking um remember to go out make a difference be that cow on a sign for someone brighten up their day and we'll see you next time